This is the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. Hey everybody, this is episode 48. We got the whole crew in here tonight. It's We were trying to figure it out before. It's been at least a month since there's been three of us, let alone four of us. I don't remember the last time Jeff was on, but he's in here tonight. So all his fans can quit worrying about um, whether or not he's still with us. I doubt that they's worried. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been. Something might have happened to you. Might have, Don't worry, though. Didn't. Had you actually died, we wouldn't be asking where you were at tonight. <laughs> 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 we would know. But anyway, <laughs> the, me you and Nate. would be on the top of our mind, though. Well, yeah, well, we'd be thinking about you. But we wouldn't ask for you. Okay, Joe. Yeah. So, uh, me and Nate did some video on tonight and his food plots. Uh, we did some videos on, I did a video on the plots there at your house, Jeff, uh, last week, maybe they come out. So if you guys want to check that out, go to the YouTube page. If you're not listening to this on YouTube you can see those, uh, the one with Nate's not up yet. It'll be up after this episode comes out. So, and this one will come out after opening day too. So last week was the last one we had outside of deer season. Now we'll have had, it'll be the third day of season when this comes out. So, uh, wanted to, I don't know, to kind of get into some opening day stuff tonight, I guess, and whatever else. Like I said, it's been the first time we've had all four of us here, so we can, I got a, a, uh, a game for us to play later that I told Nate is completely original called Would You Rather. So we'll go through that. A <laughs> whitetail edition. Oh my don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Never fear. There's a lot of things I'd rather do. <laughs> or not. It's rather be good. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all hunting related. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I bet it won't be by the time we get done with it. That's a distinct possibility. <laughs> but on another note... <laughs> We, uh, I have been divorced for almost five years now. You do oh, I thought you were going to say almost five times, which should also be true. <laughs> Just three. No, that's almost five. <laughs> it's closer to five than it is zero. That's true. Anyway, no, we did some videos in in Nate's plots tonight. They Easy were there, Nate. You're going. <laughs> he's going to blow up. He is. <laughs> well, he's by the window, so. That's the other thing I was going to mention. This is the first time I did the one last week, but first time more than one person has been in the new studio. So thanks to Hunter, we have a little studio room now that we're recording in. So hopefully it'll sound a little better. We let a little more uh, control over the environment now. And you guys will eventually see that when we go back to doing video somewhere down the road. So that's pretty cool. We got it. Well, first, like I said, first one in it. So, But no, I was... <laughs> starting to allude to was Nate's food plots are looking really good and had posted some pictures I think on Instagram and Facebook of them but uh, we looked at the inner sanctum plot tonight and we looked at the uh, fall draw plot tonight and both of those are uh, that we did videos in are looking really good yeah uh, things are going well uh, we tried sure tried to do them right uh, did everything we could you know to try to make them successful uh, couldn't help the rain. The rain didn't come exactly when we wanted it to, but it did come, uh, and they are looking good. Uh, saw a couple of deer out in each of them uh, when we made it there uh, already, you know, before uh, before dark this evening. So, yeah, I'm happy with them. Excited to see what that might lead to uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, keeping an eye on those cameras, and then whenever you get to get out there, I'm excited for you to be able to see what's going to be in there. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think that one is just in a dynamite spot. Oh, yeah. And coming in and you're entering eggs is really good. So and you'll be able to see that on the videos, but uh, I might post some pictures from that before then, and I'm going to post some more pictures from your plots because even since I did the video, they're, I mean, they've gotten even better since then. Uh, the, we had to move that one camera off the brassicas because the wind was, yeah, the brassicas big enough that it was setting the camera off. Yeah, they're tall. No, it wasn't it, Jeff? Huh. Yep. Because that's what I I went out there and I was kind of looking for it because it wasn't in the same spot. And I had I looked over and saw it. I figured that's what was happening. But um, all from Grandpa Ray's, like what you planted. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Southern Jubilee 
out there at yours then we've got some oats mixed into it as well um but it's all looking really good the clover's looking really good a lot of it's going to seed now so i'm excited about that too and seeing what we get on the cameras there they, well, since we got rid of our mowed it and got rid of that um mm -hmm. what was it that tea tea weed or whatever it was you know it's kind of choking some of the clover out but since we knocked that down and that plant kind of died Mm -hmm. Well, now we got new clover coming up and filling all that in, so it's looking really good now. Yeah, it's filling out pretty good. Uh, yeah, teaweed would be a name for it. I'd taken a picture of it. Oh, well, to get the actual name of it, prickly cider, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you teaweed's one of the layman terms for it. We'll so We'll just go with teaweed. Yeah, that works for me. I wouldn't drink anyway. it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't steep it, I don't think. Really thick, nasty stuff. Yeah. We finally got rid of it we'll have to do some we'll have to get ahead of it next spring too because like yep. you mentioned it a lot of it it hadn't went to seed too but i'm happy more than happy with how that turned out for the first year for the first year i'm well pleased with it mm -hmm. and then like even that the one plot of yours the, the inner sanctum plot it's not first year but kind of the same situation as jeff's where it mm -hmm. hadn't been planted in mm -hmm. several years yeah when's the last time you guys had something there <clears throat> Probably close to 10 years. Yeah. Um, we used to have a food plot there all the time. Uh, a few different reasons why we have it for a while. Uh, but now things lined up this year why, uh, where it would be, we knew it would be beneficial again. We knew we could do what we used to do with it. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, we uh, we did go in there, break it up. Had to really disc it deep to try to get rid of that sod, you know, from all that fescue and everything. Uh, then tilled it up a few times. And, uh, yeah, it ended up working really good. Down there in that low spot, it's going to hold moisture, you know, a whole mm -hmm. lot better than all the hills where I have my other stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely at, at an advantage there. And with that inner sanctum being shade tolerant uh, down there where it's at, uh, it's really working good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, well, it looks a lot like, height-wise, maturity-wise, looks a lot like what down, is down there on the end, the brassica plot we got at your place. So, um, I haven't been in back into the logging road to look at the inner sanctum that was back there. The last time I was in there, about the only thing that was coming up from it was the clover, which makes sense because I got to looking back, and the last time we had a good stand of clover in there, I think was two years ago, except for one spot on the end last year that was there this spring, kind of on the end. But it's the canopy's the starting to grow <laughs> yeah. together. The canopy's starting to grow together over most of it now, so it's just not, it's not getting enough sunlight even for that really shade tolerant blend because like uh that place you got yours at mm -hmm. it doesn't get full sunlight by any it, means yeah it might get it hits it the, middle parts of the day yeah the north half the north two-thirds might get full sunlight for two hours yeah three hours a day yeah. yeah i don't even think well i haven't been back there to look but i went back there uh i don't know four or five days ago mm-hmm was that when you <coughs> texted me about that north yeah when well, i texted you about where to put your climber at so, what's that been, three days ago? I don't know, I'll tell you. Anyway, go ahead. But anyways, I walked back there, and that north half, there's, it's as slick as this table. I mean, yeah. it's just bare dirt. Tuesday, now, uh, it was on the Tuesday, whenever you... Yeah, and this okay. is Thursday. It's coming out Monday, yeah. but so... Yeah. So, yeah. There, was, there wasn't nothing there. It's just bare dirt. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you go on down to where the canopy opened up a little bit, where they're... On the original where end? Where we originally put it, there's some clover, and you can see a few... Uh, brassicas, radishes, mm -hmm. whatever was in mm -hmm. that mix. Yeah, coming up. That's that kale, correct? Kale, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you can see some of that in there. Yeah, and it doesn't look too bad considering it's been dry and ain't had no rain and stuff. Right. Hopefully, it'll be at least enough to get them to use that before they go. Kind of use that it. trail to go to our. And they are using it. You yeah. Can, even on the bare dirt, there's all kinds of deer tracks. Tracks and where they're running through yeah. there. Which, you know, even, like you said, if we don't have anything there, but it is still going to be the path focal of, point. I think it's a focal point. It's a path of least resistance for sure because yeah. we've worked it up to be like to plant something there, so there's not like yeah. there's a lot of vegetation in it. And then I mowed and kind of sprayed that middle part again this year, which really opened that up. It was starting to grow together even on the road. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, like you said, that's their focal point. They're at least using yeah. it because they bed just north of there. Yep. The does do a lot of times, yep. so. Get them coming out in there, and you can see the trail where they're entering the plot there on the north, straight north of where the camera was. They got that trail 
coming through there. What's going on right now, at least in my woods, and I'm assuming this in every other woods in the Midwest, from what I've seen walking around the other evening, you know, whenever I was texting you, Scott, is that uh, the white oaks are dropping their acorns. Mm-hmm. And they're dropping them hard. Seem to have a pretty good crop this year. Yeah, we got a good crop. And I got white oaks in my yard, and I've got white oaks on the north end. And the north end of the woods, I mean, it's just beat down. You mm-hmm. can, like, there's no denying where the trail is. Mm-hmm. And it's under all them white oak trees, and you can see what they're doing. You just see empty white oak caps everywhere. You know, so, and uh, my supervisor, I was talking to him the other day about it, and he's running these cameras, and he said what he's seeing on his cameras, since I wasn't seeing nothing on mine, is that the deer are uh, coming into the woods of a night, and then they're going back out into the cornfields of mornings, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we assume that they're coming in there to eat the white oaks and acres and stuff. So, yeah. you know, that's going to be, I don't care what kind of food plot you got. If you got white oaks in there, that's going to be their natural mm-hmm. draw. They're going to go feast on them. Yeah, because there there's a limited resource of those yep. too, so they're going to go pick them out. And they're real high in nutrition and mm-hmm. protein and everything else for them. So, mm-hmm. on that same note, though, uh, I was going to talk about it last week, but I kind of got sidetracked and wanted to talk about something different. But, um, and it's more of a spring thing, I guess. But management wise, uh, we were just talking about cutting trees and sometimes guys not wanting to cut trees but in my mind if you've got because uh where do we get a good acorn crop like if you get one two out of three years that's pretty good like one out of three years is probably average so those other two years you're going to have some acorns but not a lot so if you have the option if you've got a good location for a food plot but you've got like three oak trees in there and that's what's keeping you from planting a food plot because you don't want to cut them down. In my mind, it's more advantageous, not for you, only for you hunting, but for the deer's nutrition and management wise to not be scared of cutting down oak trees in favor of putting in food because you can ensure that that food's going to be there every year, year over year, uh, and manage it that way. Uh, you bringing that up just made me think of that because I wanted to mention it last week and I forgot to, because it had been on my mind from something else that had happened. Um, you can't manage deer based off of uh, acorns. You can for sure hunt them off of it. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to manage a herd, it's really hard to do just because there's no consistency to right. it. And you can water a 50-year-old oak tree and fertilize it all you want. It ain't going to make a difference yeah. if it's not going to produce acorns. So, But coming back to it, it's a really valuable tool, especially like this year. Yeah. And one thing, I, one point to it, I think, is if you're hunting public ground and you can find a good oak flat, and it doesn't have to just be public ground, but somewhere that you can't put a food plot. Mm-hmm. If you can find a white oak patch, like even on the years when it doesn't have that good a crop, likely on that public ground, that's going to be the only crop they have. That's the place to get in on, in my opinion, especially this time of year. Because like you're saying, even where we do have that food plot, if you've got that many acorns falling, that's what they're naturally going to want to go to anyway. Yep. They've been trained their whole life to know that that happens. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go hit it so that's a definitely a good place to be and they're going to spend a lot of time there like what you were just saying he's seen on your camera daylight they're going to be in the woods eating on those acorns well they're going in of a night yeah. or yeah 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 and then coming back out to the cornfields but like uh if the corn's out and there's no cover out there right like if you're hanging out like we always talk about you know maybe 50 yards inside the woods instead of right on the edge they're still picking through those acorns you know yeah. that may be where you're catching them coming out of their beds yep so yeah. And, you know, I plan uh, <clears throat> where I hunt that property next to the public ground. It's got some uh, white oak stands in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we found on the that spring. Scouting, especially on that one end, yeah. On that ridge, you know, and uh, that's where I plan. You know, I'll go sit in my stand over my food plot probably Sunday night. If I don't see nothing, I'm heading to them mm-hmm. white oaks because I know that's where they're going to be. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, turkeys kind of hurt you on your food plot, didn't they? Yeah, them son of a guns. <laughs> Better buy that turkey tag. I done got her, buddy. <laughs> yeah. She's in my pocket right now. Yep. You got one with it. You got uh, that one name on it, don't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Old, old Longbeard. Old Longbeard. He's, he's a dandy. He's, he is a dandy. You've seen him on video. You, have you seen pictures of him? Uh-uh. I'll have to show you. 
yeah. if you got any. He, he's a proud man. I don't Is have. Mm-hmm. I don't have any on my phone. But. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to show you sometime. But anyway, yeah, he's he's a big old bird. Yeah, no, there's a pretty good group of them in there though, and I think like we there is like what we were four, talking about three or four of them run together, but man, he makes the rest of them. He stands yeah. out. Yeah, there's no doubt he stands out. Yeah. No, we were talking about before with that some of that bigger seed, uh, the and, ryegrass. Yeah, and that blend that we put down there, which I, in my opinion this year was probably the best option. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you were talking about maybe doing some work on it, putting some clover in next year, but yeah. for what you had. Um, I think they probably hurt you a lot eating yeah. that bigger seed. Yeah, they did. So I mean, it is, it is what it is. I yeah. don't care. I'll get my revenge. <laughs> That's right. And you get you still have some coming up there, I guess. Yeah, there's some stuff coming up there. There's some clover and a few radishes or whatever was in that blend, and a little bit of ryegrass. And we've got video of the deer browsing on it and stuff. You know, does and fawns. So there's mm-hmm. there's still new, there was new growth there the last time we were there. And there's still some seed there that's just waiting on the rain. Yep. I mean, yeah, we so. we haven't had a good rain in a while. No, and I didn't work that ground. I just bush hogged it down and yeah, went out and yep. overseeded and overseeded again. And you know, so yeah. And honestly, I think if the turkeys hadn't have been there, you'd probably have it'd probably be really green. Right. I mean, you'd have a. It may not be really green because of the rain situation, but it'd be thick. Yeah. You know, it'd be, but, you'd you know, see a lot more germination in it. It is what it is. Like yeah. I said. I'll get I'll at least get you my, got them trained. I'll get my money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least to, I plan on it anyway. So. Nate'll have to fry us up some more turkey bits. That's right. Yeah, that was good stuff. So but, yes, it was. I saw you got the, the arrows out and got some new broadheads the other day and had I the shot the old bow out the other day. Yeah, yeah. I got her out, shot it a little. Did you do some repairing on the stand cables or something? I'm going to do. Uh, I got a, the bungee cords that keep my feet uh-huh. slapped forward. I need to replace those. They've, they've under-bungied. Mm-hmm. So I brought it into the shop tonight. I'm going to work on it tomorrow on my free night, free day. That's the, the only free day you're going to have left. Yes, sir. That mm-hmm. is true, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the old, the climb, the summit climber before, like the Vipers, the aluminum ones, mm-hmm. the steel one. Have you ever messed with one of those? Mm-mm. They got the different straps on them where they get like the, uh, not, I don't even know what you'd call the front strap, but it's got like the clamp on it, right? The front one has a clamp on it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the back one's just a bungee cable. Not mm-hmm. like the new ones where they've got the plastic hooks yeah. with well, a bungee cable on the back. Like the new, the, like the Viper I got, it's got them plastic stirrups on yeah, the Yeah, mine's the same yeah. way. Mine's got a bungee on the front. Yeah, and no, you slip your full, feet in there. A full bungee. And they slip yeah, I had them foot, the front of your foot in there, and then you, then it's got a, a bungee strap that keeps your foot forward. You also pull it up over your heel, mm-hmm. and then the, the tightness of the bungee keeps your foot forward on the foot on the front oh, strap. I had, so an, old, no, I had yeah. an old, doggone, I think it was uh, maybe an Ameristep or something. Probably. Um, Close to the same <laughs> thing, right? And it was a, but it was a two-bungee system, and it just one way it'd work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're like the Viper, like mine. You, you got them plastic stirrups that yeah. you stick your toes in, then you got yeah. the bungee straps that go across the back of your heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always liked them pretty good, too, as long as you had it, the nut in the right place for whatever boots you were wearing. Well, it's adjustable. You, yeah. You got to make sure saying. you got set right. Yep. But. Uh, Actually, I think mine's a, well, almost like a three-quarter inch strip. Yeah, the front is. The front it's a is. strap. It's a strap. It's not a bungee cord. It's a strap. Yeah, but the back of it's the bungee. The part. back of it's the yeah. bungee. Anyway. Yeah. That's old school. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. That, I, We're I, old, I know. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've climbed shaggy bark hickories with that thing. Yeah. I Well, I used that one before I got my, you guys got me my aluminum one. I hunted with that thing a lot, and it was a pain to pack in and pack out, but uh, compared to the aluminum one, because didn't know any better before that but anyway the i've never got a bite in a tree with that lighter one like you couldn't can that steel one it's just the weight of it and the teeth are better on it for gripping a tree but i uh got a couple more cameras coming in i can't i was telling nate one of them's not a cell camera but i got the spy point micro whatever it was cell cam that i'm gonna try to i got the tacticam to put up but i got another one of those coming had to uh that link up with NASA? I think so. For, so sounds like it ought to. Satellites yeah. linking up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways. Spy it works, okay, it works off white. of them. <laughs> it works yeah. off of them satellites that they're not complaining about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. But you're running the spy points now. Yeah. Pretty happy with them. Yeah. They for, are, especially for what they are. Yeah. Uh, guys bash on them. They are finicky. Yeah, you got to do everything just perfect. You got to, like every year I've had to buy new SD cards. Mm-hmm. Um, could be my fault. Could be something I'm doing stupid. I don't know. But I've had to buy new SD cards every year. Uh, you go to their website and you download that the newest software or mm-hmm. firmware, whatever it is, you download the newest one and then you get it in that camera and then they work, but you got to do things just in the perfect order, you know? Um, but for the money, uh, what they do, the picture quality is decent mm-hmm. for the money. I can't bash on them. Right. Yeah. I'll probably have to have you help me set that up just cause, uh, I don't know if I'm your guy. <laughs> well, you've done it before. Uh, it normally takes me about four hours to get it figured out cause I've, figure out the things that don't work. It'd take any longer than that, you'd have to go see the doctor. Correct. <laughs> uh, anyways. They, uh, they you work. beat me to it. They yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get it and see how it works. Is it blue? No. No? So. Oh. The SD card may be. But... <laughs> I want to compare it to that Tacticam because, you know, everybody was just raving about the Tacticams last year, the reveals. Everybody says that the Tacticams are what the spy points should have always been. Uh, yeah. what I had always heard. Right. Uh, but I haven't got my hands on any of them Tacticams yet. And now, at least the people I get stuff from, I can't even get the the Tacticam Reveal X or whatever. Yeah. Now you can get, it's like the XB, and then there's another one they got, they're making. Yeah. But anyway, I'm... I've got places to put them, so I figured I'd order one. I had to order some stuff anyway, so yep. we'll see. We can kind of do a comparison on the two. Uh, you just got a, you were showing a picture before. Um, one of your buddies that's got, there were how many deer in his plot tonight? Oh, man. Yep. Uh, 14. I think I counted 14. And how big a plot is this? Roughly an acre, yeah. I think. Um, there's some persimmon trees in clumps scattered through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he left them. Mm-hmm. Um they, uh, uh, it's a funny shape, but it's about an acre, I think. Yeah, he had, I thought what's, it was 14. What's he got out there? Uh, I think that was grains and greens. That grass, was grains and greens. Okay. Grains and greens, yeah. I think. That's uh, what I'm still planning on doing at the cabin as of right now, along yeah. with some wheat. But. Yeah. Man, they were hammering on it tonight. hmm I think this cooler weather, especially of an evening, has got them out, because yeah. Yeah, it was getting kind of chilly there, even when we were shooting the videos. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pretty comfortable weather, which who knows here in the next two weeks it might get back up to ninety. But as of right now, forecast looks pretty good. Yes, especially for this weekend, which will have been this past weekend when this comes out. But forty uh, something in the mornings. Yeah, north northeast wind. I'm excited because that's going to be perfect for my setup. Mm-hmm. You going to go in the mornings or evenings? Or I'm going to go every chance I get. I only yeah. got four days. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going to go and. You know, I got wind of a uh, buck there behind the house, and so I'm going to try to figure out. I'm probably going to go hunt three times down at one spot, and if I don't see anything going on there, I'm probably going to go behind the house where they say that big one's at and, you know, just kind of do a little. Behind uh, Puddin's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Try to do a little bit of a. Uh, Can't think of his name. Uh, scouting, hunting, kind of recon or whatever mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it you know because i know where he's at yeah. i know where he's staying at it's just well it's an area you've hunted before yeah right? and there's a lot of i mean there's it's basically it's a white oak grove is what it is about 50 yards wide 250 yards long mm-hmm. along creek which is probably where they're staying in there yep or using it <laughs> but you know there's standing corn on three sides of it so mm-hmm. you know and just go in there and maybe get lucky i mean that's all it amounts to this time of year is just getting lucky being in the right spot at the right time. Yeah, if you don't have, if they're not still on their pattern, you know, from the summer, from your cameras and that, it's yeah definitely hit or miss right now. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be a three-quarter mile walk back in there, but mm-hmm. I think that's why he's back in there is because there's nothing not, close to he's it. not too accessible to everybody else, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully you can get on that one. Someone in this room needs to have a, 
170 plus inch deer. Well, somebody already did last year. Other than Nate. You know, and he's already crying about a it. A recent one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, that was the one that reminds me, it was one thing I was going to kind of want to talk about was, we'll start left to right. What is the earliest you can remember killing a buck? Not necessarily just a doe or a deer, but like earliest in the season. Well, mine's always been fairly early because my season ends pretty quickly. Um, in the business I'm in, I good buck or just a buck? Uh, a buck. Oh, I'd say within the first seven days of the season. Now that I wouldn't say that I've killed a good buck in the first seven days. Okay, so what's the earliest you've killed a good buck? Pope and uh, Young. We'll call Pope and Young or better. You're getting on up into probably the first week of November. Mm-hmm. Very last October, maybe first five days November, yeah. probably, down there. Yeah, after that, we just covered up. Yeah. We didn't get to go. Only because, only, I say that only because I haven't done all that great amount of hunting after the first week of November. I'm pretty much tied up, so mm-hmm. it had to have been within that time frame. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jeff? What's the earliest you can remember killing one? Halloween weekend. Yeah. I swear, I still swear, Halloween weekend, you need to be out there. Don't be scared of that microphone. Well, it's kind of fuzzy and black, so. (laughs) Back off a little bit. I don't know what the color has to do with it, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Saying. Anyway. Anyways, Halloween weekend. That's the earliest you. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually my favorite time to go i mean if i can at all i want to be out there that weekend mm-hmm. what about your earliest uh it was youth season the very first year in youth season you could shoot a buck was my last youth season i think it was october 7th 8th or 9th somewhere mm-hmm. in there it's one of those three days mm-hmm. i think it was the 8th uh right killed like a i don't know he's like a 132 uh, Pope I, was, I was with a gun, you know, I blasted him. Um, uh, we're talking about it being hot. Uh, that was a very hot weekend. It was 94 degrees mm-hmm. was the high that day. Um, and I knew where there was a water hole. Uh, and it was a water hole. It was like an acre and a half pond mm-hmm. uh, bordering a thicket. And I had his pictures on the other, other side of the thicket. But that's the only water for a very long ways. Um, and I thought, eh. He's got to get a drink sometime, you know. It wasn't very long after the sun went down and that west side of that pond got in the shadows. Here he came. Uh, so it uh, it did work out for me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, man, that's uh, extraordinary circumstances for that time. I mean, it normally ain't like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was, I mean, I don't want to say. Yeah, right. it, was, it was just different. That yeah. was a different situation. The earliest I can remember shooting an ice buck would have been... I think it was like October 16th, 15th or 16th. And anyone other than that has been November. And I really don't think I've shot a nice buck outside of November except for that one that back behind the house that we ended up finding. Uh, but, yeah, I, as late as like November 28th, I don't. I really don't think I've ever shot one in December, which a lot of times by that time of year I'm not hunting that much. I'm hopefully going to try to do some more this year, especially since we got those brassicas and those beans out there at your place and then what I'm going to have at the cabin. But it's really a good time of year to hunt. Um, but, yeah, I think October, like, 16th. Now, I don't know back when I was hunting behind grandpa's all the time. <laughs> There's no telling. I wouldn't uh, say they were good deer. They were there buck. were some good deer. Well, I wouldn't say you killed a good buck back there. You killed a buck. But. No, I never shot a big buck. But I shot no. at a lot of big deer well, back there. Right, that's right. At one but, time, but, there were a lot of big deer that ran But back you there. were 12 years old, too. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't really remember if there was ever one earlier than that. But as far back as I can remember shooting at them, like October 16th. Which When, when did you kill that deer that I took you on, your first big buck? No, uh, that was December, wasn't it? It was December. Yep. Because remember, we so was you're right. in it the was snow late season. and ice. Yep. And, yep, I yeah. forgot about that being And I told you there would be a group of bucks come through, and there's a nice nice deer. You know, he'll be nice in two more years if you can 
keep from shooting him. Mm-hmm. Don't. And then I was watching turkeys go by, and I didn't see no deer, and Canyon texted me, there's deer coming. Like, no, 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 you got it backwards. You texted me first. Oh, I texted you first. Because you were up the woods, okay. up the field for me. However, I was freezing my butt off. So, Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was cold. <laughs> so anyways, all of a sudden I heard whack. And I'm like, okay, got one. And I texted him, what'd you get? Well, I think it's an eight-pointer. All right, no big deal. So I go, I said, stay there. I'll come find you, and we'll go track him up. Well, we tracked him up. Well, let's qualify this. If Lo and behold, it was the deer I told him, you know, if you can keep from it, don't shoot it. But yeah, if it, last shooting light was 530, this was 528. So yeah, in the woods, for yeah. what it's worth. But I wasn't, I wasn't a bit mad. I was happy for him. Yeah. But I gave him crap about it. Well, imagine. All the way home and all the way here and everything else. But Ten years later. Ten years later. But, <laughs> yeah, it's probably been that long ago now. Yeah. I bet it has. I was probably 14 it's or 15. several years since I shot You that. didn't have your driver's license because you freaked out when I told you to drive my truck home. And I'd so drive. I don't remember that part. I remember driving your truck home, but I don't remember freaking yep. out. Yeah. Well, when I told you that, your eyes got about as big as saucers. And yeah. I said, I'll be on the four-wheeler. You just follow me. It's a cold ride, wasn't it? It was for me. You we, had heat. <laughs> the day before, we had hunted uh, down closer to the bottoms, yeah. and the water was out and froze up. Yep. Remember and we saw through the ice walking yeah, through there? Saw a decent deer that night, and then went to that spot closer to your place yep. the next night. or the, I think it might have been the next night. It was the next night. And then mm-hmm. killed that buck. So, But, yeah, so I forgot about that one. That would have been in December. I don't think it was January yet. No, it wasn't January yet. It's closer to Christmas, I think. Wasn't I did hunt quite Scott, a bit. Don't you remember? I don't. I remember the time. I mean, I remember what happened, but I don't remember yeah. what. Yeah. Month it was. I guess back before. Those poor people were working. No, you wasn't working. You were sitting at home on the couch. <clears throat> no, I wasn't. Yes, if it the, was in December, I was not on the yes, couch. Yes, you was. Uh, <laughs> I hunted a lot more in December back then, I guess. I forget about that sometimes. You was younger and tougher back then. Well, that too, yeah. I'm getting old and brittle now. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, that was one thing, because, like, I don't get too... Obviously, I'm excited. Deer season's coming up and all that, and if the weather stays good and I get the right day, the right wind and all that, like what you're talking about, I'll go out. But, like, really, that third week of October is when I start getting pretty amped up for going. And I know, Nate, well, like you said, October, the end of October around Halloween is kind of your favorite time, but... And then, Nate, you take your vacation every year right around the 1st of November, which might change this year now. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Doggone, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, but that's kind of when I start really gearing up. So I was just curious to see when your guys' earliest one remembering was. And I youth season, that makes a lot of sense. I never hunted, uh, gun hunted youth season. I only actually gun hunted a few years. So I killed a doe in missouri youth season and i killed a four corn in missouri youth season but that was always the weekend of halloween mm-hmm. over there so never over here that early in october but let's uh, do this according to my cameras i was just running back through that uh-huh. um if you can get a cold front uh at least for me like october 15th through the 18th mm-hmm. if you can get a cold front I've had good bucks on their feet then, in the the evenings, uh, definitely within shooting hours. Um, And then starting like the 26th, 27th, from then on, which lines up with Halloween, you know. um, If you got a cold front, man, you should absolutely be out there. You better be out there. And I was talking to a buddy of mine a week, week, week and a half ago, and we were talking about it. He's out. He hunts out in Kansas. And we were just talking about, like you said, cold front. A lot of guys think, okay, well, cold front's got to be like 45 degrees or whatever. If you get that temperature drop from 80 to 70 or even 90 to 80, that's enough to get them up on their feet. Mm-hmm. That 10 degree change, it's all relative, yep. that weather front that's coming through. So even if it's like middle October where you're talking about and it's been in the 80s, now all of a sudden the high is in the low 70s, you know, then that's going to be a time where those bucks are probably going to be on their feet, especially of an evening. Mm-hmm. They're starting to cool down and they're out there yeah. feeding. So, which right now is kind of what we're seeing. We ran a couple does out of the plots there tonight, and yep. uh, what Blake had sent you on his camera. Yep. And that I'm curious to see next time we pull a card on the camera out there on your camera, what'll be out there in that clover. Now it's on the clover because I think what we're gonna see out there is a lot of those deer hitting that this time of year and early on. 
And then as the crops get out and as the clover starts to go dormant, we'll start to see them spread to both ends of that mm-hmm. and pick through whatever's left of the clover and chicory and if you, you know, Nebraska's and the beans in there. Uh, the beans are really starting to turn there as well when I was in there. I don't so, know. I haven't been in there for. Yep, they're starting to dry out. So, and they look, uh, they look pretty good still. So, but this close to season, I just kind of stay out of mm-hmm. it. I don't want to throw no sand out there. Or yep, give me any reason not to come out. So, yep, it's getting that time of year for sure. Um, I got a couple of things left to do. Like I haven't done my plots at the cabin yet, and I want to put up a blind, but I probably won't hunt there for another couple of weeks anyway. So that'll give them time to calm down and get used to the blind and everything. So. Let's play this. Deer hunting, would you rather? So the first one I got, and I pulled these out of thin air. So we'll go. It's better than the other place you could have pulled it yeah, out of. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so sure that ain't where he pulled it out at. <laughs> well, you don't know. <laughs> you guys can use your imagination. It's his story. He can tell how he wants. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> we'll go right to left, uh, and then we'll come back. Okay. You're right or mine? Nate yes. to Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So the first one, would you rather kill a typical, we'll call it a 10 or a 12, that scores 180, or a non-typical at 200? I'll probably go with the non-typical The 200. non-typical 200? Yep. Okay, that's I fair. I think so. All right. I think so. Jeff? I'd already kill a non-typical 140. Really? Yeah. You're a non-typical guy, huh? Yeah, I yeah. like the I like the non-typical. I don't all like the junk it. and the messed up. I love stuff. it. Yeah. You know, I I do. It's just like, you know, that eight pointer that I seen last year. It had the drop tie and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't no giant. He just right. a, you know, maybe a 130 class eight pointer. Mm-hmm. He had that drop tie, and I ain't got a drop tie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Similar to your deer last year. That yeah. was that would tickle well, I mean, me to death. In the sense that yours had the drop tine and some oh, junk yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the junk. Yep. I don't, you know. Yeah, I have to make it three of a kind. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Okay, I'm going with the typical. I like the clean, symmetrical look. I think that, and you know, a non-typical two hundred OCD kicking in. It must be <laughs> the non-typical two hundred. I feel like you can. The frame doesn't necessarily have to be as impressive to get to 200 inches if That's they got true. a lot of junk, but that just great big typical frame. I don't know. I just always liked it. Yeah. The big old 10 Well, point. I'm not knocking Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just like I just yeah. like the junk, the characteristics. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. just abnormal that way. Well, that, a non, lot of other different you're not going to get any argument here. <laughs> Non-typical yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you saying you he has a lot of junk? Way. Is that what you said? I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just clarifying that. Open mouth and surface. <laughs> the next one is more property related. Would you will go this way on this one? I'll start with you. A hundred acres of prime deer hunting ground in Iowa, or four hundred acres of. I mean, I guess we could call it prime deer hunting ground, but deer hunting ground in Tennessee. And this is for deer hunting purposes not like value land value i guess which is probably aligned somewhat uh, how can you do one without the other um if we're talking strictly deer hunting for deer hunting purposes i take the hundred in iowa uh, if that's the only equation we have mm-hmm. that's if what we we're have, going with if we okay okay because yeah. so, obviously 400 acres is yeah no matter where it's well i don't want to say no matter where it's at but but if you're sticking with that equation, I'll take the hundred in Iowa. Okay. I'd go with the hundred in Iowa, but I like Tennessee a lot. <laughs> yeah. Now that's done part of it now. No, I don't, right. but I'm just going to throw hey, that in Iowa's there. Iowa's similar in that way. I like the mountains. I don't. But, it, yeah, they don't have the mountains. Yeah. But, yeah, that's where I'm swinging that. I will make it three of a kind as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Iowa, they've got genetics, you know. Uh, crazy good genetics uh crazy good ground to grow these deer on as well mm-hmm. you know you got to have both uh, i suppose the world record was from tennessee for a little while there <laughs> yeah uh, a few years ago right that was something uh but anyway um you don't you don't hear about that from tennessee like you do in iowa mm-hmm. all the time yeah, i'm guessing the tennessee deer classic doesn't look quite like the <laughs> iowa deer classic. there's a, a reason it is where it is yeah yeah, yeah. 
I also wouldn't want to pay taxes on 400 acres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in yeah. Tennessee, you might. Well, it it could not be as bad as Kansas, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Can't be as bad as 20 acres in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. I'm going the 100 acres in Iowa because, like I said, prime Iowa, everything you talked about, man, that's just hard to beat. I mean. What you could do with it. Yeah. And the genetics and everything. I mean, I think if you take the best counties in Tennessee versus the best counties in Iowa, it's probably not going to be close. So even the 300-acre difference of the stuff you can do with that, I think, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one, Iowa. So the next one is back to deer-antler kind of relation. So we'll go back Nate first. 170-inch, 200-pound, 3.5-year-old, or 150-inch, 275-pound, 6.5-year-old. Which one are you shooting? Um, definitely gonna shoot the old one. Okay, and this yeah. is we'll quantify this as in your specific situation where you're hunting. Yeah, I want to shoot the old bruiser, um, and then let the three year old become the old bruiser. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't want to just specifically look at inches in that point. Right. Say I gotta have him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd want that mature buck. Okay. I like to. Uh, go with something bigger than what i've already harvested you know my biggest deer grossed 155 and so i'm looking to go in the 160s 170s Mm -hmm. but at the same time on the retrospect of that is that if i got a big mature buck like a couple years ago well about five years ago i had a I know he is well six six and a half year old deer, and he was just a he just a four pointer. Mm-hmm. Man, he was my target buck. I hunted that buck day and night. I wanted him bad just because he was that big old deer. And, you know, it was a challenge trying to outsmart this deer, mm-hmm. and I never got him. But yeah, I, if I have my choice between the two, I'm going for the old buck mm-hmm. just because. Yep, I'm I'm gonna hedge a little bit and say my target buck whatever that is if if in my particular area if my target buck's the six-year-old that's what i'm going with if my target buck is is the bigger one then that's what i'm going with so okay i'm i'm going with the older buck too because honestly i wanted to make this a little bit tougher but i would rather shoot 130 inch six and a half year old buck than i would the 173 and a half just because i think and I've had a lot of opportunities to kill some pretty good three and a half year old deer, hundred you know, hundred forty, pushing one hundred and fifty inches. Uh, but they're like, for example, two or three years ago, I saw a three and a half year old deer that would have went one forties, low one forties, high one thirties, and I could have shot the deer three different times and saw him more than that, like probably over five times. I don't know that I saw this deer and he was callable you know typical three and a half year old i'm gonna come in here and whoop everybody not that they're easy to kill or easy to hunt but that in my opinion the majority of the time that three and a half year old deer is just so much easier to kill than that six and a half i'm kind of like what you're talking about the challenge of trying to outsmart that deer that's been out there for the extra three years and kind of knows to me is where that allure is at and i like the big like the 75 pound difference i put in here like the big bullish buck you know i think that's cool so yeah that's where I'm at. What if it was a what if I said 180 inch three and a half year old? Change anybody's mind? No. Nope. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Be tough. Wouldn't what do he? He'd look no. more like four and a half. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> You're right. You better keep right. walking. Okay. <laughs> You've already killed a 180 inch deer. I want to hear that. I hope he don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop. Shoot. Just don't pick up your bow. Just turn and look the other way. (laughs) Oh, I'd have it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the next one I got is back to kind of property related. Uh, Which way do we go on that one? You go first? I did. Okay. So you go first on this one. All right. Would you rather have the food plot, and we have the best of both worlds at your place, Uh, brassicas and beans. So we're looking... Uh, some a little bit of early season, more later season, or clover and corn. If that was if you're you had to use the combination of one of those, which one are you going with for nutrition, attraction, personal preference, whatever you want to put into it? 
Which one you're taking? Clover and corn. Okay. I think you have the best of both. If you're going to leave your corn. Right. And, and we're talking food plots. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. are. So you have the best of both worlds. You have good, nice, tender clover to start with. And then later in the season, you have corn if they really get hungry. If they're, if their snow cover's on, mm-hmm. they can still munch on those ear. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what it would be. From past experiences, clover and corn. Mm-hmm. What's a mix of beans in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't an option. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out. Which, like I said, we've kind of got the best of both worlds yeah. out there where you're at. So, But, all right. What about you, Nate? I don't think you could go wrong with either one. Uh, yeah, the, I... Either way, you're. I yeah. think you're in a good spot. Um, I do have a special love for clover. Mm-hmm. It's so easy and and reliable. Yeah, you know, be there. almost year round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always good. eighty. It really is eighty five percent of the year anyway. Yeah, I mean they got yeah. nutrition out there almost year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd I'd go with clover and corn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sacrifice the clover for the beans in this. In that. I would rather have the beans than corn, I think. I'm going to go with the brassicas and beans. And part of that is because, like what I was talking about earlier, I hunt more in that November time frame. So if it does happen to be one of those years where we get a hard frost in October, your clover is going to go dormant. Uh, Now they're going to hit the corn pretty hard at that point, which is like what we're talking about. It's hard to go wrong with either one of these, but that's just where I'm at. And I'm sacrificing some early season and even on a moderate year later into October and early November from the clover, because like you guys, like it's clover so hard to beat at the same time, beans are hard to beat, but when they start turning in September, they're not going to eat the leaves off of them anymore. So you've lost that early season thing, but that's where I'm going. Maybe partially just to be different. Um, but again, either way you go, I don't think, I think both of those combinations are pretty good. If I'd had my druthers, all of them. <laughs> what you well, talking if, I, about? if I had my brothers, it'd be clover, corn, and oats. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Okay, so the next one I got, and we'll Plus see. a few beans mixed <laughs> Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. So. Maybe a radish. <laughs> you started that one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm interested in yours on this because you're maybe the only one that has both of these. I don't, no, you've had one of them before. Hang on stand or elevated blind? Which one are you going with? Hmm. Uh, uh, not sold on the blind yet. Mm-hmm. Um, might change after this year. We'll see. We'll see. Or we'll might see. solidify your opinions yep. already. Man, I just... The deer that I hunt... And this but, is for bow and gun hunting, we'll call yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the deer that I hunt, man, they walk around the woods and they're just freaked out most of the time because of all the pressure around, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm going to say, hang on. Um, I hope that this, uh, that this blind turns out good, mm-hmm. you know, and it don't spook them. But man, I just feel like anything like that. I've always thought, ah, oh, man, they're just, they're spooky. Right. You know, I got some does out there with 18 inch long noses, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. And they just stand there and they look at it for an hour. Three <laughs> foot long ears. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I've always been a hang on guy, um, I'm switching. I'm going to be switching to ladder stands. I'm not going to buy any more hang-ons. I'm right. going to be switching to ladder stands. We could call. I guess um, we could call it hang-on or ladder stand. Yeah. Um, I am going to switch to ladder stands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, man, I would. I love being tucked up in a big woolly tree. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you, you can't beat that. With yeah. a halo around it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cocoon. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> did, you, did I send that picture to the group? Yes. What, did, what, did you see that picture? I don't guess. Okay, I'll have to look for it. The hang-on stand in a cedar tree. And oh, there yeah. a branch around yeah. it. <laughs> I love the cover of yeah, a cedar Yeah, I like tree. the cover, you know, like yeah. having yeah. the cover. And, yeah, know. there it is. There wasn't even enough cedar left to have a scent. No. Only <laughs> cover. Yeah. So on one of the, to explain for those of you who don't know, on one of the Facebook groups that I'm on, and I think you guys are on too, I saw a picture and the guy said, the caption reads, love, in all caps, stands with a lot of tree cover. It looks like he had a lot of tree cover. At one point. <laughs> yeah. So 
the picture is this guy who's put his hang on stand in this cedar tree and he has cut so many limbs around it that it literally looks like it's glowing with wood. I just kept waiting for angels to be going, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like you photoshopped the thing oh, to stand yeah. out. It looks like he made a chest for his daughter's wedding or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I know. Yeah, anyway, so that's uh, not what we're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, well, Jeff, I know you've hunted out of both. You, had, you got that homemade elevated blind that you've hunted out of some. That's in the backyard right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you confused me for a minute. Yep, well... I, Easy enough. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> Me too. Dementia. You know the one we pulled from south? Yeah. Like that almost not made it under the power line. A mile and a half down the road. Yeah, that's the one. <sighs> yeah. Okay. That one. Yeah. I had to lift up the power line with a fiberglass pole so you could get it under. It all there. worked out. I had to jump when you pushed on it so you didn't work ground. <laughs> Nobody died. It was okay. That's right. <laughs> so. that, we're, that we're aware of. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hang on. Elevated blind. It doesn't have to be that particular blind. You didn't say blind. elevated blind. You just said blind. Oh, elevated blind. That's what I said. Yeah, he said elevated blind. Oh. You weren't paying attention. Yeah. Um, and this can be gee. like a muddy or a whatever. I got, I got, I like the hang-ons. Mm-hmm. I like climbers better. But the majority of the deer that I have killed has been on the ground mm-hmm. without a blind mm-hmm. and that's the way i like to hunt there you know i've told i've said this before and that's what i stick by i just like going in and finding me some good cover and just piling up in that and you know whatever but mm-hmm. between the two i'd have to go for hang on i just what a political answer that was <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> yeah i thought i didn't know if we were going to land that plane or not yeah we're getting there yeah. you know and so you're going with the hang-on. Gears I, down. I'll go with the hang-on, I guess. Yep. Okay. Although I like hunting without a blind on the ground. Okay. I've had zero, and I mean zero, experience with a elevated blind. don't think I've... I'm not sure I've ever been in... Well, yeah, one time I was in one in Oklahoma with you. We were yep. looking at hogs. Yep. Only time I've ever been in one. So I, I have no I have no opinion other than the hang-on. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm kind of almost in that same boat because other than probably today when I stood up in yours, which I really liked, uh, and then that time in Oklahoma, I like the. I think I'm going hang on too, which a lot of guys are moving to the blinds, and I get, I see all the benefits to it. Like especially you can late season, it's gonna be a lot warmer. Well, you're out of the weather. Uh, you can somewhat control your wind if you've got the right type of blind and keeping your windows closed. Mm. Uh, but for me, like you said, being up in a nice a woolly tree, uh, like there's one tree I have in mind. I've never been spotted in thing except for the time my arrow fell off my bow and that whole other story. Uh, but you can see, I can just see so much more out of that. And unless you have all the windows down and you're blind or the clear windows, you're not going to be able to see everything. And then if you got clear, even if you got clear windows and they're up, you can see. But if you want to shoot something on that side, you got to worry about opening them up. Um, and then you're field of fire for lack of a better term you're limited to windows in a blind whereas in hang on i can shoot all the way around that thing as long as my harness lets me so that's where i'm going too i think i'm going hang on we'll make it a four for four on that one all right last one i got which is kind of do you have something else to add on that no oh, I thought you just say no i got pee oh, okay <laughs> we're almost done <laughs> if you can hang on for a few minutes don't that's the wrong terminology <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, he can do whatever he wants. I'm a hanging. <laughs> so, out my blind. <laughs> the last one, which is similar to what, kind of similar to what your answer was about the three and a half and the six and a half year old. Would you rather, and pretend we all gun hunt in here or have before, because, well, at least three of us have. Yeah. You, okay. So, would you rather shoot a booner with a gun that you don't know, so he just showed up the time you were out there, he was there, you shot him and got him, or the 145 with a bow that you've had pictures of and seen for three years? So you've got history with this deer, uh, 145 inch or a booner, so 170 plus with a gun. Which one are you taking? Oh, I'm taking the gun. 
the Booner. Oh yeah, I I, I rifle hunted in Oregon on okay. BLM ground, so it was like one of them. You're not gonna see this deer for two or three times. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna set and you know. So yeah, I'm taking the Booner. If uh, if I'm out there gun hunting, it's because I'm wanting to kill a big deer. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already seen this 145 of bow. I've passed him up and everything else. And maybe I've got a booner spotted and I can't get within range with bow. <laughs> Betty, I'm blasting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just... So you're taking the gun? The booner I'm taking gun. the gun. Okay. That's what every other guy down the fence row or in that block's going to do, right? Yep. That's right. <laughs> and I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They all know you got two tags. <laughs> That's true. You <laughs> gotta go. You gotta go one or the other. Yep. Uh, this is your second deer of the year. You've already shot the six and a half year old. <laughs> oh yep. man. Yeah. I. Uh, that was not a booner. Correct. That's very true. Okay, don't let that factor into your opinion. Never mind. You get one tag. You get. You get to shoot this deer or the other one. <laughs> we just changed a bunch of laws right yep, here. Yep. We're hunting. When we're in Kansas, I don't know if they get. We get one or two. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I don't know. I do like having history with deer. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. And you've killed a booner. I have. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew him. I mean, that's the one I wanted to kill. Have you killed a 145? Yeah. Oh, wow. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> <Theory. laughs> Tried. Throw that out to him. Yeah. <laughs> with a bow. Yeah. Oh, and, well, see. And he was the one I was after. So you knew him. A big, a big slick eight. Okay, but you don't have the comparison to the Booner because you did know him too. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, uh, um, it, I'm gonna say the bow. Okay. Man, if you can do it, if you can do it with a stick and string, that I don't know. Man, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm with you, so we'll go two and two on that one. I'm All taking right. the history, and again, the I mean. I want to shoot a booner, no doubt. And with a gun, that'd be great. But With the decisions that we just made, everybody's going to go to your dad's tailgate, Jeff's tailgate, mm-hmm. and we're going to be over here. That's fine. We can have our saying. own little party. <laughs> Scott and Jeff are going to have the people around their truck. We're used to having people on our tailgate. That's right. <laughs> people's going to be like, oh, what are these clowns over here doing? A lot. <laughs> the big deer's over that way. Mm-hmm. we got to go over there. Yep. I'm taking the 145 with the history. That's what I'm taking. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I like the history and uh, and listen, the stick and string thing. Listen to him try and sound all ethical and everything. Uh-huh. Hey, you had history that you would have killed, I know. No. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all of my head. So, hopefully. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. Hopefully. No, I didn't that, didn't go, that didn't go awry didn't like get, you thought it might. No. No. Uh, we're professionals. That's right. <laughs> is that what it is? Slightly. On something. That's all I got for tonight. And which is pretty good because I didn't have anything to start with, except that little game. So hopefully we'll all be able to get back in here and do this a little more often, but or at least two or three of us because I get lonely doing it by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to myself and feel like I'm rambling, and nobody likes listening to me talk that much anyway, so it's nice to have a little bit of change of pace from Uncle Cy and the cowboy. <laughs> 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 the cow. Watch out, boy. Watch out, yeah, cow cowboy. <laughs> so, living legend. Yeah. Yes, sir. If only you'd have been there. There's no tell what I, they'd have called us then. Oh, a lot of things. Oh my gosh, me. a lot of things. If I'd been there. They looked right. She looked right through me in Canyon. Mm-hmm. And looked right at old Nader. I wouldn't been able to get my. Her old man said, "Get over here, the cowboys." <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep it. I'm not lying. If I'm lying, oh, I'm crying. I ain't it. shed a tear. Canyon witnessed it. Mm-hmm. They right witnessed there. it. He's just too humble to say it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get over here, there, cowboys, she said. I believe you. that. Yeah. I believe you. He could, I would have, you know, my smart mouth, and we'd probably all been fighting before it was over with. But he could, I, I just ready, I was ready, ready to get out of there. I, I bet you wouldn't call the cowboy before. <laughs> I think he could hear Nate's fictitious spurs clanging as he was walking through the restaurant. From well, his, he might have said, heard something. Whispers from his rodeo clanging, days. but I don't know if it's his spur. <laughs> well, either any. Well, it might have been. You well, don't know. I said I didn't know. <laughs> Regardless, he was awful worried. And it, it, it couldn't have been about me. As well he should have been. Never has there been a guy worried about me right. <laughs> when it comes to his woman. So it saying. had to be Nate. That's what I'm saying. 
that's all yeah yeah but you could have you missed the opportunity to take advantage of that situation i've never taken advantage of anybody <laughs> i didn't say anybody just oh, that okay. situation okay. sorry i misread you could have had a lot of fun with that do you keep going down this road <laughs> i don't know i said something but he was too far long gone here and i uh, guess or well. too scared i'm not sure oh he was scared oh, well, you got you it wasn't of me you turn what? around and said excuse me <laughs> was, it, was that what it was <laughs> yep yeah, I think you're right. He couldn't hear me over your glory. <laughs> I was just humming through the door your oh. illustrious Western glow. Oh, my. He didn't even have a hat on. It's not a cowboy hat. It's anyway. a damn good thing. You know, like, she'd have fell right down right <laughs> yeah. there, probably. Well, no saving her. And had to mop <laughs> the doorway. No saving Wouldn't have been no saving her then. Her old man would have just walked off. <laughs> he wouldn't even have said anything. Yeah, he no, just no, turned around and left. Yeah, and no nice, reason. Yeah, nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck. Damn, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. He wouldn't even had to pay for dinner that night. No. <laughs> hey, that all that said, here's the guys that pay us to do this kind of junk. <laughs> <laughs> boy, they're getting their money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing they don't pay us very much. <laughs> <sighs> No, our first partner for the podcast, who we've talked about a bunch tonight. And would that gonna, be Grandpa Ray? It would be, because oh, we've got his stuff all over the place now. Uh, and matter of fact, planted his stuff all over the country. All over the Midwest. We've All over the area. Yeah, Midwest. Yeah. We talked about it tonight. Everything we've planted on our stuff, and everything that I've planted that's got good rain, and the weather's been good, has been excellent. Uh, that the soil's been taken care of on. Could not be more happy with the Grandpa Ray seed that we've got this year. Um, if you guys don't know them, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, because we talk about them every week, uh, they provide, it's Grandpa Ray Outdoors, as you mentioned, Jeff. They got the best nutrition for whitetail deer on your property, starting with the soil. They've got a full line of food plot seed and plant foods, which partially we've talked about tonight with the uh, I keep wanting to say Frosty Delight. Yours is the fall draw. I planted some Frosty Delight that looks good. And we've got the Southern Jubilee that we planted. The uh, Inner Sanctum. Inner Sanctum that's planted. Yep. They've got 14 different blends. So they've got 10 more on top and of that. Switchgrass. Yep, they've got switchgrass as well. Uh, you're not going to have any trouble, no matter what you're looking for, you're not going to have any trouble finding it. They've got, like I said, fall spring blends, corn and beans, the switchgrass, liquid fertilizer, soil test kits, pretty much you name it, they've got it. Uh, they're not just about their product, though. If you got any questions about what you need to plant, uh, we witnessed this firsthand talking to John on the podcast uh, a month ago or so, a couple months ago. Uh, they got, they'll answer any questions you got. Super knowledgeable up there. That way you can ag- achieve the best results possible for your specific property. So they're, John and them are going to take your situation individually. He's not going to tell us somebody in northern Michigan to plant the same thing as the middle of Georgia if they've got different situations. Soil types. Do they do the foliage feed that we sprayed on? They do have uh, liquid fertilizer as well. Yeah, yes. the over the top. Because mm-hmm. we sprayed that on that clover. Mm-hmm. And remember, you could tell where we sprayed and where we didn't. Oh, yeah. Within a, big, a week. Yeah, there's a big difference. Sprayed it on the beans, too. Yeah. Um, where was I at? Oh, um, yeah, individually. Individual. Like us. Yeah. Take your situation individually. There's not a cookie-cutter approach with these guys. So if you do have questions about what you want to plant, they're going to not give you just one blanket answer. Um, They're not about a fancy label or package. They're about good quality seed and taking care of their clients. Um, If you want to get their seed and try it, you can go to GrandpaRayOutdoors.com and use discount code RHOPODCAST, all lowercases, no spaces, and get 5% off your order. We do have some of their stuff in the shop, so if you want to save some more money on shipping, you can come in and check out what we've got. Or just let us know what you want to order, and that'll save you some money on shipping as well. The other partner for the podcast, who unfortunately we're not able to use here at home, but we've got uh, sent Rod with some over to Missouri. He's getting good pictures on it. Uh, a big D's over there, too, mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. were going to hunt. We've got some stuff over there. Yep. Seeing really good stuff out of Rack's Big Game Supplements. They're a veteran-known company out of northeast Nebraska, Deer hunters just like us who looking to get more out of the mineral and feed market uh, than what was there at the time. They years of research. They developed their racks products. 
and came up with one of the best mixes available that will help improve your herd's overall health while not feeding non-target species. They've got minerals, protein blocks, pelletized feed, and meal feed all specifically designed for whitetails. Uh, Rodney's got the protein blocks out and some of the mineral, and he sent me some pictures a couple of weeks ago where the, the does are just in fawns and were hitting it pretty hard there in September, um, shortly after he put it out. If you guys want to try their stuff, uh, if you're worried you can, use discount code RHO22, that's capital RHO22 at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your entire order at RaxMineral.com. You can also stop in the shop and see what we've got if you want to pick it up that way uh, or make an order for what we don't, again, to save some shipping because that stuff, like the protein blocks, uh, 33 pounds or something like that, the small block bags of minerals are 18. So it's going to cost a little bit to ship it. If you want to save some money on that, come into the shop. Um and order it, and we'll get it in for you. Uh, and do it that way. Again, save you a little bit of money. And you can also use that discount code if you're going to order from them to use for 5% off. You can, If you tell us you heard about it on the podcast, too, on either one of those, I'll get you 5% off through the shop if you want to order it that way. So uh, other ways you can support, RidgeHunterOutdoors.com. We've got all of our products, the tarsal sprays, the boot spray, the calming spray, the boot spray and the calming spray will be available within the next week, hopefully, it's supposed to be. So we do have the buck and doe tarsal spray in stock right now. If you guys want to use it, get out there and give yourself a little bit of an advantage this fall. When you go out to the woods, we've also got our own clover and chicory blend like we talked about earlier. Everybody here really likes the clover and chicory, so we thought might as well have our own blend of it. You can check that out if you want to do some frost seeding this winter. Go get you some of that. Also got apparel on there. And then, of course, you can go listen to any episode of the podcast on there as well. To those of you who entered the Big Buck Contest, thank you for entering, and good luck this year. You'll be getting an email shortly, if you haven't already, about what to do if you kill your buck, how to enter it, uh, and all that stuff. And then we will get T-shirts made and shipped out as soon as possible. Oh, that was a question I had. I had somebody ask me mm-hmm. uh uh, the t- when they were going to get their T-shirt, if it was something they were supposed to get when they entered, or if it was something you were going to send later. So that's I'm glad you touched on yep, that. Yep, it'll be sent as soon as we get them printed up and done. I wanted to make sure we knew how many people we had in it first. That way we didn't have any too many leftover shirts. Right. And then we'll do that. Be similar design as last year probably, um, but it'll be the 2022 shirt. So, again, thanks for entering that, and good luck to everybody out there. Hope everybody has a successful season this year and stays safe. Wearing your safety harnesses. Uh, be smart about that. I just saw a post the other day about someone who's fallen out of their tree stand. Uh, ended up, I think they're in the hospital for like a week or over a week. Uh, it's pretty nasty when that stuff happens. We've all seen it, I think, in this room or been around somebody who's done it. So be safe out there. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to have a good time. So you want to make sure you can get back home. Good luck to everybody that's listening to the podcast this year. If you're already hunting whatever state you're in that's already open, hopefully you've already got on a couple bucks. We're at least seeing some promise for the upcoming weeks. So, Anybody else got anything to add before we get off here? All right. We'll see you guys again next Monday.